Hey, welcome to our new Stair Chats podcast, where we chat on shares, not stairs. We're Tom31. My name's Aaron. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amy. Today, we're going to look at the theme of stewardship, and you guys asked some pretty class questions, so we're really looking forward to discussing those later. But for now, let's find out what everyone's been up to this past week. So, guys, how's your week been? My week's been grand. I've just... I mean, I've been doing more weeding out the front of the garden. So pulling up those weeds, getting rid of the moss um, with my wee butter knife. But, you know, <laughs> classic. It's going strong. Nice. Good job. Are you more effective with more practice? Yes, I, d- I now have a knack of it. So I just sit on the pillow and then I just work my way around in a circle instead of trying to do it in a line. Interesting. Mm. There's a lot of lines like to do there are so many lines it doesn't I, like i'm sort of getting there but it really it feels like a long journey that i need to go on mm-hmm. i've kind of rediscovered um the things that i used to love doing this week so i did a wee bit of baking i made some uh, cinnamon roll biscuits which actually turned out quite nice mm-hmm. and i put a bit yeah. of coffee icing on them um, which meant that sour didn't really enjoy them but yeah i loved coffee icing so that was my highlight probably i did a bit of watercolor painting which i haven't done in ages but watercolor is really difficult because the water just goes everywhere. And like if you move your page at all, it just drips right off and it just ruins the painting. So there's a real knack to it. I think it's harder to do than other kinds of painting. Mm, nice. I mean, like this week I haven't really done a huge amount. Like I, I started a new series on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Um, I started Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not like I know it's not a new series, but like I am new it's to new it. To yeah. Um, so yeah. Have been enjoying that so far. Nearly finished season one of it. Oh, Four nice. more seasons to go. Uh, like 22, I want to say. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, they're only like 40 minutes long each, so. Only 40 minutes? It's not that bad. I mean, what's 22 times 40? I don't know. I'm, like, I'm not finished season one yet. Like, I will be by tomorrow. 880 minutes, I think. That is. That's quite impressive. That is very impressive. I've done a lot of... um sudoku puzzles this week which i didn't realize is actually there's a whole world of sudoku i don't know if you guys are into sudoku but i am not not really but my family are oh fair there's a whole world of it so there's things called sandwich sudoku which i just started last night um it's just very specific and mathsy where you have to have a certain amount of numbers in between the one and the nine it's just real complicated rules and it like it's just beautiful logic whenever you're working through it like it's actually like i watch people do really tough ones and it's just like it's just beautiful to watch just great. There's chess Sudoku as well, and palindrome Sudoku. I can say that I wouldn't understand any of it, but I'm glad that you do. I feel like I would enjoy it, but I would need to be in the mood to do it. Mm. Um, yeah, I like I'm more in the crafting mood this mm. this season. Have fair, you fair. have you made anything else, Sarah? Um, I well, I mean, I made a an origami peacock. Um, but for the kids craft so I I really enjoy making them but I made a snake from a wee toilet tube it was impressive it's so cute there's currently one of them wrapped around the banister and stairs I just I think of all the crafts it could be the cutest one it nice. took a, like a fierce time to colour in it really did see when I was editing that long I sped it up like to I think over 10,000% it was intense I was like Jabers this took a while but it was worth it in the end. Probably just easier to paint it though. Yeah, but then like the toilet tube would then get like 
sort of soggy. Yeah, mm, and it, soggy. And then when you were cutting it, it would lose the spiral shape. Mm, so then you had right. to make it back into the spiral. It was meant to be to be that. It's safe. a whole process. It really is. Big process. This did a lot of Zoom calls this week as well. Um, I tend to have like random weeks around like I'm zooming every night. Um, but zoom, you know, zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> If anyone could find when I said Zoom Zoom in the live streams, we'll give you a prize. Please go and find it. it, it really, it's one of the best things that Honestly, you've said. That's a wee bonus on challenge for this week. If you can find out where Amy said Zoom Zoom, Zoom, Zoom we will somehow figure out a prize to give you and send to you. Mm, yes. Mm. Honestly, I think if you, like, I'm being serious. I'm convinced to that. I will send you a prize. Okay. Okay. Amy um, will send you a prize. We will disinfect it first. 100%. Um, but it's one of those, you know those friend groups that you can just, you can go deep with, like you can talk... Like, there's no, like, warm-up conversation. You're just going straight to deep. Um, had, like, one of those kind of Zoom calls, and it was just, just yeah. really, really nice to connect with an old group that I haven't chatted to in quite a while. Hmm. Nice. That's good, yeah. So, guys, have you have you got any random facts this week? I do. I also do. I've actually got two, so what I'll do it? one now and then let you guys go, and then do my mind-blowing one. Yes. Yeah, go on then. So, my first one's just a wee bit of crack. Um, so, in Australia... There was an episode of Peppa Pig that was banned because it taught children to not be scared of spiders. So, right, there's this episode where Peppa clearly has a spider or something. Mm. But in Australia, you want to be careful of the spiders. Like, you don't want to be going and playing with them. So this episode got banned in case it taught kids to go and play with spiders. You know, that's fair enough, though. Like, if I was an Australian, I would not want my child to be bitten by a spider. I I thought it was fairly justified. But I do appreciate the episode... Um, for over here, maybe I should watch it. Maybe you should. Check it over my fear. Check out our Faith Over Fear podcast. Talk a wee bit about my arachnophobia. So I have a wee fact about platypus. Ooh, I really love platypus. I just they I giggle every is single there a time I see for one. Platypus. Is it a platypi? I think it is. I think so. I don't know. Tell us about the platypi, Sarah. Well, they don't have stomachs. Um, so their what? esophagus, so their throat, just goes straight into their intestines. That is cut quite interesting, you know. Just cut them out. Cut out yeah. the middle of that, make it more efficient. You knew that stomach was just slowing them down. Fair enough. Would Weighing you be less down? Now picture this on a human. Would you be less hungry? Yes. Because it's just going straight from the throat to the intestines. That's how it works, isn't it? Uh... Remember you've got this whole like path in the middle, don't you? Well, yeah, good. Like, you physically the, couldn't eat as much. I mean, you couldn't, but in the stomach, like, it has acid to break down the food that we eat. Oh, so maybe if, if if we had the same diet as a platypus, and we could survive off that diet. What do platypus eat? You know what? I'm not sure. Grass? Maybe. Well, it mustn't mm. be anything chunky. Like, I don't think they could handle a pizza. Well, yeah. But, like, if it's grass, then surely they should have the same amount of stomachs as a cow. Mm. A cow has a lot of stomachs. Apparently, um, a platypus I, has none. I read this fact when I was looking for an interesting fact. Cows have one stomach, but it's broken into four chambers. I've heard this, mm. but I've always just said they had four stomachs. So now I know how to crack. I'm myself. not gonna lie; I Absolutely. thought it was seven, not four. But wow, I don't know why. Something has seven somethings. Definitely. That was a, such a vague statement, but there's yeah. there's some sort of is animal it like fact. an octopus or something has like seven brains or something or seven hearts? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Oh, I think it could be that actually. It might be something like that. But don't quote me because I'm not Maybe we'll be confirm wrong. that fact for next week's podcast. Yeah. Well, I also have a couple of interesting facts, but mm-hmm. one of them is that no number before a thousand 
contains the letter A. That is quite impressive. I th- I impressive. like I tried to go through in my head and think of any number yeah. that contained the letter A. Could you find one? No. Well, not before a thousand. Well, do you know what? There used to be this challenge um, that I used to do with my friends, and I would say to them as we trick, I'd be like, "You need to say within a minute. Your challenge is to say a hundred words that don't contain the letter A." Um, and then they'd be working their brain trying to figure out a hundred words, and then I just count to a hundred in a minute, and I won like little prizes. Hmm. We do like a wee bet, right? That is quite fast to count to a hundred. It is. We just have to get less than, like, you don't even have to get two per second. Fair. Mm, It's quite manageable. Yeah. Do you want to know my other fact? I would. So, I don't know how true this is, but apparently firefighters use wetting agents to make water wetter. I read the same fact. Did you? Is Is that the same really interesting fact? Well, no, so I just... Oh. I went to a different website because I was like, yeah. I feel like this is the one that they're going to be reading from. But my dad trained in firefighting. Can you ask him? Is this true? I will ask him, actually. Because I actually would really love to know. I think I might text him now and see if he replies by the end of the podcast. I am. Um, mm, good plan. I remember watching this Wii program and it was about the Wii fire jets and like the water coming out of it. The hose? The hose, yeah. <laughs> um, and that, in one way, they made it so that it was just like, a wee continuous flow instead of because usually if you spray water it like flies everywhere yeah did they like just pressurize it or something i'm not gonna lie it was quite a while ago i can't mm. remember how they did it <laughs> well i think we probably have time for one more fact do you know what this one blew my mind right picture marilyn monroe she's kind of like right she's kind of depicted as like the classic dumb blonde mm-hmm. but she has a higher iq than albert einstein Albert Einstein has an oh. IQ of 160. I'm pretty sure that's confirmed. And now I couldn't find... Th- no one has denied this fact. It's more just likely. But they reckon she has an IQ of between 163 and 168. Which is incredibly impressive. Anything over 135, I think, is madly impressive. Well, So imagine having a higher IQ than Albert Einstein, but being put down in history as, like, a classic dumb blonde. You'd be a wee bit raging, like you would. This is why I thought I should say it on the podcast to justify it. You can't, yeah, you kind of would be a wee to bit raging. To rewrite her her history. I know, like all those flippant stereotypes that people make, True. not good. But then it would be like a wee surprise, so like Kinder surprise. You just open it up and see if it's like. I but the problem is that if you never surprise. open the Kinder surprise, you'll never know. Mm, this is true. Just assume, you know. But to be fair, maybe she preferred singing over being mm. smart. That's true. Maybe she knew a bit maybe. acting as well. I don't know, but. Um, I thought she was known for acting. I couldn't remember. Anyway, with that, I think we'll move on to our next section called Ring. And in case you've missed the previous episodes of the podcast, Ring is the segment where we get our phone and we call someone random from the Methodist Church and we ask them a few questions. Have a wee chat. So last time we rang the wonderful Jodie Walker from Tom 30. And this week we're going to be ringing Paula Locke from Soulmates Committee. Over to you, Sarah. Okay, let's see if she picks up. Let us see. Hello? Hey Paula, it's Sarah from Tom Team and you're a surprise guest on our podcast this week. Oh my days. Hello. How's it going? I'm going swell. So would you rather eat a full packet of dry spaghetti or eat two cups of uncooked rice? Um probably the spaghetti because i've tried that before and it's not the worst thing in the world yeah I, yeah i think i would do the same 
So how's your day been? Um, it's been good. I'm currently working. Um, yeah, I finish at probably like four o'clock and I cannot wait because I'm starving. So I'm going to go get some fruit. Ooh, fruit? Yeah, I know. I bought loads of fruit in Tesco the other day and I'm really excited about it. What type of fruit? So I've got blueberries, Ooh. I've got raspberries, Ooh, I've here. got strawberries, I've got kiwi and I've got banana. That is, that's a wide range. That's a fruit salad. I Absolutely. know, I know. I mean, feel free to make a fruit salad with those suggestions if you want to. I do not mind at all. I probably will. Um, so what cartoon um, do you wish that you could live in for a week and why? Oh my days. Um, <laughs> gosh, this is difficult. Maybe like Kim Possible. Like, you know, the old school Kim Possible back in uh, the early 2000s. Uh, because I think it would be really fun to run about and be on missions and never get hurt and also have a naked mole rat. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that actually, that, that sounds class. So mm-hmm. if you could switch the noises to your animals make, what animals would it be? What? So <laughs> an example is an elephant and a giraffe. So okay. a wee giraffe would be making the noise of an elephant. But what two oh, animals would you okay. say? Gosh, this is difficult. Um, I think I would change the noise of a regular like sparrow that you have outside your house and a lion because I think that would be terrifying but that, also that hilarious. Would be, that would be class. I'd be living mm-hmm. for that. So do you have any words of wisdom um, for us before we hang up? Gosh, way to put me on the spot. I know, I sorry, Paul. That's, that's the whole point. Um, I don't know. I, I suppose just enjoy the small things that you're doing every single day because mm, yeah. those, those are good things to enjoy. Yeah, that's class. Okay, thank you so much for being our guest. I mean, I didn't have a choice. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks for not hanging up. No problem. Okay, bye. bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Before we move on, I'm just going to give a wee update on our facts. I texted Dad, and uh, do firefighters use wetting agents to make water wetter? And do they? And he just replied, no, full stop. Oh. <laughs> I wonder, was that fact maybe American? Because you know the way that American people oh, sometimes do things differently right. than over here. But then Dad said they only ever mix in something to make foam to smother some fires. That's so maybe what they were talking about. There like... is some mixing ideas, but I feel like he's just laughing at me now. Because I said that fact. Mm, that could be true. Mm, yeah. So earlier we mentioned that our theme for this week's podcast is stewardship. And so a while ago we asked you guys what questions you have around this topic. And so we thought we could answer a few of those questions as well as um, sharing our own experiences of stewardship. So guys, what would your definition of stewardship be and how have you experienced it or carried it out? Right, so I think it's important that we talk about what stewardship is because it's one of those titles that I think is a little bit niche but shouldn't be niche. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people's only experience might be of the word might be like all of soul or soulmates being a steward, yeah. Yeah. which you should all do. It's great crack. But basically what I boiled it down to was the responsibility that comes with living as a Christian. Yeah. Do you think that makes sense? I agree, mm-hmm. yeah. So for example, if we look at the Psalms, the start of Psalm 24 says... The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. So basically, God owns everything. Yeah. I mean, he's God, right? Yeah. 
uh, we are simply managers and stewards acting on his behalf. Yeah. Um, and I heard a quote that said, a steward lives for the day he will return the master's good to- goods to him. So this reminds us that there's kind of this, an end to what we're doing and it gives us motivation. So earth belongs to God and we just have to do the best that we can while we're living in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I found a, a definition by a guy called um, Charles Bug, um, who defined it as utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. Um, Ooh, yeah. Which I, mm. I thought was actually like probably a really good way to describe it actually, which is probably why he published that as a definition. <laughs> um, but you know, and really like as I was looking at this topic, like in preparation for it, um, I sort of came across that there were four main principles that go along with it. And so the first one is the principle of ownership, which is the fact that we need to understand that everything in this world belongs to God and yeah, not yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so we're like custodians of it. Yeah. So because in Deuteronomy um, 8, 18, it says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Um, so we have to take care of what God's given us and God's given us the abilities to, to make more um, out of what he's already given us as well. Um, part two is the principle of responsibility, which is um, the fact that God has trusted us with these things um, and with the care and development and enjoyment of everything that he's provided. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to be responsible to manage them um, according to what he wants and what his will is yeah and um, the third is the principle of accountability which um is we're all stewards um of these resources abilities and opportunities uh, that god has given into our care and so um just like amy was saying um in the parable of the talents which is found in matthew 25 we will be called um one day to give an account of how we manage those things um like did we just protect those things or um like to stop them decreasing or increasing or did we actually use them to gain more of those things yeah and the final one was um that at the end of the day we should all want to hear those those sort of famous words that come from matthew 25 verse 21 and it says well done good and faithful servant um you've been faithful with a few things i will put you in charge of many things come and share your master's happiness um to really that is what um the principle of reward is but Mm. um that's kind of what the four points that i found stewardship to be class and i think there's um there's a bit of our purpose that lies in this so even if we take it back to the beginning like literally right at the start genesis one and two adam and eve are created and their main purpose is one to be in relationship with god and really know him and two to be in charge of and look after the world so this speaks a lot of purpose about god's intentions for mankind pre-fall of genesis 3 um, and the whole sin thing um, and the Hebrew word in that chapter originally uh, doesn't mean to be authoritarian over the earth, but to exercise skilled mastery with respect. So it's exactly what you're talking about, Aaron. And I think when I was thinking about stewardship for myself, um, I thought about mindset, action and lifestyle. So mindset, un- mindset, understanding is key, which is exactly what Aaron just talked about. Knowing the reason why we do stewardship. Then we've got actions. So start to act on this mindset, make little changes to your lifestyle that can make you a better steward which we get to talk about a little bit later on, practically. So this will prompt you to pick up that stray chocolate bar wrapper 
um, the, because God made the planet. It'll encourage you to share articles about social justice mm-hmm. because that's helping looking looking after the world. Um, again, we'll be given some more in-depth examples later on. And it mm-hmm. takes 66 days to build a habit. I was reading, that's another fun fact for us. Mm, so fun. make stewardship your lifestyle. Mm. Build these little habits. Um, and I think one of the main directions we can kind of go with stewardship is the environmental angle. Mm-hmm. So do you guys mm-hmm. have any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, so I have one of my good friends um, is really a steward for the environment. And she's such an inspiration to me because through everything that she does, she strives to try and improve the environment in any way that she can. Yeah. Um, so I sort of asked her um, to see what her thoughts were. And um, she said that um, Romans 12, 1 to 2, um, especially in the message translation, um, was really quite helpful for her. And it says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. And it goes on. You can um, look it up. And it says that she says how we worship and glorify God is so much more than singing hymns, reading the Bible and praying. But obviously these are essential um, for the outworking of our faith. But we can do practically so much more to save the environment and actually look after what mm-hmm. god has given us to actually look after it yeah 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 definitely um and also looking after the environment is looking after others mm-hmm. so there's yeah. there's this verse in, in ezekiel and um, it's chapter four, 34 verse 18 and there's this image of like destroying what you don't use therefore no one can have it so it's just messing with the earth basically yeah and we cannot love our neighbor when our actions are having detrimental effects on their lives yeah absolutely. so not taking care of the environment is it's not a personal issue it's it affects the community it affects mm-hmm. yeah. people across the other side of the world that absolutely. you have no idea about mm-hmm. yeah um i suppose like one way that i've experienced stewardship and i like to carry stewardship out is actually um because god provides us with so many opportunities i like mm-hmm. to try and not pass those up I like like it doesn't yeah. it's maybe not what your first thought of stewardship would be but actually just trying to jump at every opportunity that God's given me um and so not wasting those because I know that I can um use the resources that he's given me yeah, to absolutely. help increase his kingdom um here mm-hmm. yeah exactly an angle I was really drawn to is the using your gifts angle which is exactly what you just talked about um, and there's that whole broader idea of stewardship in the story that you mentioned in Matthew 25 um in case you guys don't know the story, I'm going to sum it up in like three sentences. So a master gives some of his money to three servants or stewards and tells them they can do whatever they like with it. And the master is going to check on what they've done when he gets back. So the story goes on. And when the master gets back, they tell their stories. Steward one got five bags of gold. and went and gained five more by working for it. Steward two had two bags of gold. and went and gained two more by working for it. Now steward three got one bag and he went off and dug a hole and buried it because he was so afraid of losing it. So he did nothing. Now the master's reaction is what is key here. Because that's what teaches us this lesson. Mm-hmm. So basically he is raging. Because the steward hasn't been intentional with what he was given. And the kind of moral of the story that Jesus was trying to get across. Is that we need to use our God given gifts in the service of God. Just like Aaron said. And to take risks for the sake of the kingdom of God. These gifts are often seen to be our personal gifts and talents. Um, think about the way that God created you, what you love doing, what it is that just gets you excited and gets you going. And God God is creative and made us to be in his image and therefore creative. 
Yeah. So there's no one way to use your gifts um, as a steward. And in the age we live in, there's really so many opportunities for that. And as Aaron was saying, just grab those opportunities by the horn. Yeah, I think um, as well as taking the opportunities that um, God gives us, we can all work together. So um, we all have unique talents, um, which are different to everyone else's. Just imagine what we could all do together. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be so much more than what we could do just alone. It's yeah. kind of like, it's like a beautiful like. I'm picturing like a mosaic mm-hmm. where like everyone Absolutely. puts in their little pieces and it creates this beautiful image. Like that's just what came to mind there as you were talking. Yeah, I and really the thing that. is, like, there's definitely ways, like, to find, like, out how you can be a steward in regards to things that you're really interested in. So, like, Sarah's friend is really interested in the environment and looking after it. Mm-hmm. Um. So definitely, like, look into that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, God has given you things to work with. Um, you can sit back and do nothing for your life if you wanted, but that wouldn't be a living and that wouldn't be stewardship. And as I was researching this, I had a wee thought. So this leads into my final angle that I kind of thought about. So if stewardship is looking after what originally comes from God, uh, we have nature, we have the gifts that we use, um, but also humans are God's masterpiece. That's what Ephesians teaches yeah. us. Yeah. We are his handiwork. So technically being a good steward means caring for people too. Um, and especially in this season, like this season is rough for people. So it's so key to be like checking in on your friends, uh, checking in on your family. And even like a simple, like, how are you today? Yeah. Goes a really, really long way. Could mean a lot to someone. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that's part of stewardship too. Class. So one of the questions that we got is, is stewardship different for each person? As in how they live a Christian life or use their gifts? That's a good question. Mm. I think we've touched on it a wee bit, but I'm sure yeah. we've got more. Um, I would say yes, because we all have different talents. So my mm. friend's really into like being a steward for the environment. And then I'm like, I enjoy helping people. So I'd be making sure that they're okay. And I, I just think that we can all just use the gifts together and just come in and be able to just steward for the world so much more than what we could alone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. No, I would definitely say that um, stewardship can look so different for each person. Um, like I know that there are people who carry out stewardship physically by looking after the earth like Sarah's friend, um, by trying to produce as, as little rubbish as possible yeah. um, or by picking rubbish up that they see in the street. But I also know that there um, are people who carry out stewardship by looking after each other. And so maybe that's just through checking up on people um, every day, especially like Amy was saying in this kind of rough time. Um, or maybe it's um, just that it's through doing random acts of kindness as well. Like yeah, that can be another yeah. way that, to mm. show stewardship. Do you know what? There's, there's certain things in stewardship that are common to everyone. So yeah. the understanding that everything comes from God. Um, mm. There's certain things that we all need to do in reaction to that. So say, for example, with the environmental stuff, um, Everyone has to be doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone has to be kind of pulling their weight and doing those Absolutely. practical things. Yeah. Um, that I'll probably mention in the next question that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the parable of the talents, each of those stewards did different things. Um, I imagine the guy who had five bags of gold went off and did one thing. The guy who had two bags of gold went off and did something else uh, that was really unique mm-hmm. to them. I really yeah. suited their, yeah. their gift. I think so too, I agree. It didn't seem to matter. The, yeah. Like the difference in the amount of money that they were all given like yeah. the two of them went off like even though they had completely different amounts um of um, money or completely different giftings and both used it um so yeah like really just use what you have so the key is just to use it yeah i know it all like work out for the good 
so yeah like even though um you and your friend may not have the same sharing preferences and um, they can all work out for the same amount of good so don't be stressing yourself or comparing yourself totally yeah. and sometimes your gifts will be similar to other people but yeah. you can use them for a unique purpose and steward your abilities the best that you can mm-hmm. yeah. and also a side note on gifting um, there's a difference between humility and hiding your gifts um, it's important to be humble and stewardship in itself is humble but uh, in admitting that every good thing comes from god but don't hide your gifts under a rock yeah. use them for god um, and this is the beauty of the church as the body of christ just like sarah said earlier everyone doing their part and it's just this beautiful mosaic i realize we're going on a wee bit with this episode but i think it's very important to be looking at what we're looking at mm-hmm. so another question we got was what ways can i carry out stewardship I mean, as as we've already said, there's so many different ways that you can you can be a steward, and it's going to be um, different for most people. Um, yeah. But I suppose some of the some of the ones I came across while researching it um, are things like discipleship, um, so actually getting to share God's word with people um, and helping them grow in their journey of faith, um, as well as mission, which is um, like actually going out and finding those people who who don't know God yet and getting to to talk to them about him uh environmental as well and um even things like generosity and lifestyle um those are just just great examples of of stewardship but they might not be exactly what you you go for um, yeah. and that's okay because we all do use different different things but definitely if you've got like questions about it text your minister or like definitely your your youth worker or youth leader so as i said earlier there was kind of three angles that i was looking three lenses i was looking at this through and so love the earth use your gifts and love others so let me quickly give some practical advice because i think that's just as important as learning about it yeah definitely so love the earth right by the time this episode comes out it's been exactly one week since earth day so i think that that's actually quite good timing for us to be doing this podcast that is rather good so for love the earth make it part of our conversation don't have this as a out there topic have climate change have environmental impact as part of our conversations make it yeah a normal thing we discuss exactly, so we normally act on it then mm-hmm. um practically don't waste food and be aware of how it's traded yeah. maybe try using local produce uh, less travel costs and a smaller carbon footprint yeah also recycle i have no no more words for that one just recycle um, and look up how it's done in your area as well. Yeah. And then repair things as opposed to buying more. I think that's quite a good idea. So that is a good idea. Often we just waste a lot of stuff because we can't be bothered to repair it. Mm. But it would save you money and save you emissions. The world today kind of seems to be quite like take, 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 money, money, money. Um, but actually this has a really negative impact on our earth. And as they say, there is no planet B. And this is God's creation. And with loving the earth, we have to respect that. So then with the lens of using your gifts, for me, I look for opportunities, just like Aaron was saying. Um, in my own life, uh, I know what I enjoy doing and I can look at opportunities that that brings. So for example, with art, um, I draw out verses and post them. Uh, I do some prophetic art. With drums, I play at church. Um, you could even, if you play an instrument, you can record Christian songs and put them out there. Um, and with creativity, I've kind of been trying to get into filmmaking a wee bit. I mentioned that in the live stream. So you can tell a story through filmmaking to encourage the church. And pretty much all of those examples of using your gifts are about building up the church and encouraging one another. And with love others, it's pretty self-explanatory. Check in on your friends during the season and live every day and do one thing every week that, sorry, one thing every day that puts someone else before you. 
that'll be my challenge for you great so um i'm just gonna pray here before we we move on dear god um thank you that you have appointed us all as stewards of your earth god um, and thank you that we can be stewards in so many different ways and um, god we ask that you would help us this week especially um just to to be more aware of all of that and um to just be good stewards um to represent you and to look after your earth amen amen so as we've done in previous episodes of the podcast each week we are going to set you a challenge and we want you to take a photo and simply upload it to your instagram story and tag us at team on mission our challenge for this week is to take the best and most creative mirror selfie as you can so get the props out get your funky hats out and once you've taken the photo upload it to your instagram story and tag us at team on mission we can't wait to see how your mirror selfies turn out But that's all we've got time for today. So we hope you had a good time just like we did. And I hope you learned a bit at least about stewardship. And don't forget to keep an eye on our social media at Team on Mission on Instagram and Team on Mission 31 on Facebook. And tune in to our youth session live stream this Sunday night at 7pm over on the IMYC Facebook and Instagram page. Bye. Bye. Bye.